Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we're going to be talking about AEW's Revolution and maybe some build to WrestleMania. Well, I don't know. They haven't started, so we really can't start ourselves. <laughs> it's your two-man power trip as it's the enforcer of the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. And I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. So, uh, AEW's revolution happened last night. Holy uh, shit, Joe. Right? Um, not a high hopes going into it. And, uh... We got suckered. We got suckered. Yep. Uh, or like at least we're not... time... Joe, this is like the third time this has happened, where we were like, you know, mediocre going in, and then it ends up, be, ends up being a great fucking show. Yeah. Um... Came from the Chase Center and San Francisco. Um, Eight thousand. Uh, yep. Yeah, buy rate is between one hundred thirty thousand to one hundred forty thousand. I did the quick math today. If the if the average is a fifty dollar, that's about six point something million. Um, not bad. Yeah, it's not in the WF favor view atmosphere from back in the day. Yeah. You know. uh, Con says about nine thousand attendance with eight thousand paid. So that's uh, better than I thought it'd be, to be honest. Yeah. Well, the chase center can hold 10,824, but it's their best. Yeah. That's their best attendance for, for a revolution. Um, I did watch the presser after, so there was a lot of seats left, but it was a lot of the nosebleed area. I'm looking at the, what wrestle ticks and they have all the, the, um, availability. uh, So I like MJF cross playing punk at the uh scrum there with the pickles and the blood and the... i won't lie though the producer saw the pickles and went i we might gotta try those because the one was like um honey mustard pickles Ooh, i mean i so, like the pickle and, and i like good flavors so she found them so there's like five different versions so like one's like jalapeno and dill and like honey mustard and other two i'm like so we're trying them right i guess so you get the jalapeno one yeah yeah. Um, so before we break down, how was your overall, you know, consensus of this pay per view? I know we said how it was it wasn't a lack it was lackluster to get into, but they pulled you know pulled it around. It was a, I thought it was a fan fucking tastic show. Really strong. Yeah. Uh, AEW pay per views are hard for me to figure out, like because there haven't been a ton of them, but there's been plenty, and I can't really figure out where I. I haven't really compiled a list of the all-time greats like I have WWE. Like, you could reel off great all-time pay-per-views from WWE. I'd have to really think. I mean, Forbidden Door last year. Um, the the, uh, the first Double or Nothing. I mean, there's there's definitely all-out 2021. Or, like, all-time great shows. This this might be up there, dude. It might creep yeah. in. It was yeah, because... super strong from beginning to end with only one match that nothing was bad and only one to me was eh. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm kind of with you of like there was for me maybe two matches that were like, okay, they were here, but they're just they're here to end a storyline or you know, extend it in a different route. But they weren't um, bad. They weren't bad, but, uh, you know, those, the, the two we're about to talk about were the part, you know, 
Jericho and the women's triple threat was just those are the le- ones I was least looking forward to, but they were okay. You know, it wasn't they weren't bad. Um, so there was a there was a zero. You know what? They need to go back to the old format for zero hour and put some fucking matches on there. I was going to bring that up because our first match of the night was the zero hour and it was the Mark Briscoe and the Lucha Brothers defeating the varsity athletes of Josh Woods and Tony Nese and Ari Davari in a six man in 12 minutes and 50 seconds. Um, I'm with you that they needed to they needed to do more matches because um, I get what they're trying to do with RJ City, but he's better with the, his 10 minute YouTube. Uh, yeah videos instead of a like I, he, he can be pretty funny but but a little bit of rj goes a long way it's one of those things like because coming off dynamite you have hook um going to be taking on stokely in a no you know a no dq match like that could have been perfect for this pay-per-view for the zero hour plus you got tons of other people just fucking use someone because i i get uh, why they use the lucha brothers because it's in you know their home yeah, town, in home California. Yeah. yeah. And what do you do? I mean, he's he's he follows the business. You, you know, especially a dark match or opening match. You get somebody really popular out there, so you hit that Briscoe's theme and you hit Lucha come out and the crowd's happy and fucking in it. And the match was good. I gave it three stars. Perfectly fine match. Yeah. I think they don't get pushed and they're not top level talent. But I like the varsity athletes. I think there's a lot of talent on that side. And I like Sterling uh, as a manager. Uh, I think Nice and Woods. Woods is really good. Nice is solid as fuck. And Davari is underrated. He, he's, a, he's a good worker. Yeah. The Sterling uh, NBA intro was awesome. Yeah, that was fucking fantastic. Um, excellent way to get the crowd into it. Just needed some more stuff after that. Yep. Yeah. Um... I'm with you. Like we need more matches because this this match started with like 45 minutes left in the it went until the beginning of the pay per view and it's just like one more match, one more we could do one more somehow, right? You have you yeah, have Claudio, need- right? You could do something with Wheeler. <laughs> you could do something. Yeah. yeah, one more match would have been fine, but um, we had to get all the promos in the background. Uh, to start the show off with one Mr. Booble, uh, as he was correct, as the first match of the pay-per-view was uh, Ricky Starks defeating Chris Jericho. Uh, 13 minutes and 35 seconds as the Joss was banned from ringside. That didn't stop him. But, yeah, it didn't uh, stop him at all. You know, it, it was the perfect choice to start because um, you want a good opener. I thought this was a good match. I gave it three and a half. I thought it was well worked. I think Jericho, you'll see a trend tonight. And it's a trend that this company's been doing since day one, but for some reason, people are only now just picking up on it. But the uh, the younger guy won and got over. Yeah, yeah, you know that's not a uh, a good old uh, you know WWE don't do that. Nope, <laughs> and it's a recurring oh. trend. I mean, it happens all night. It happened all night. They WWE does it, but it's after the fifth match. Yeah, so I was like, and, it's useless and, now, and a whole bunch of bullshit, and people are yeah. tired of it. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I'm not complaining because I guess it's a good match, but how many fucking times are Austin Theory and Seth Rollins gonna fucking wrestle? Right. Well, don't worry, they're they will interwind Bobby Lashley and then Lashley and Theory for two months, and then 
Back Rollins, Rollins gets. Yep. Um, I, mean, I enjoy this. Was one of those matches that I was kind of downed on, like going into it. Like it was good. I'm glad Ricky won. He and the presser brought up that this was his first pay per view win. That's crazy. So that's yeah. Um, but again, he he doesn't really get on paper that often for a while because he's so injury prone. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I hope he, I hope he gets a push. Yeah, I hope, I hope so too. He, I sure. think he does because he he had that run for that split second after the promo with MJF. Yep. And then they kind of then they did the Jericho saw him went hey he's doing uh fine let's uh I'll take him on. So Joe, the next question is this: Who's the? I gotta ask, who's the next young guy with momentum that Jericho sees and is like, okay, that's my next feud. Could it be the guy in the next match? I, he hasn't done him. He hasn't fought I feel him yet. It almost has to, right? Yeah. As going into our next match, it was a final burial match, aka a casket match. As it was Jungle Boy Jack Perry defeating Christian Cage in 14 minutes and 50 seconds. I thought the final burial match was that was the final match in a John Cena feud. Um, just ask the Nexus. Yeah, just ask old uh, Wade Barrett. Yeah. Uh, this was fucking awesome. Christian Cage is a goat. Um, he should be fucking on the one dollar bill, even though he's Canadian. I don't care. Put him on the fucking U.S. one dollar bill. He's Whatever they're paying him, triple it. He's worth it. Uh, he deserves to make uh, at least five times what Edge makes annually. That's, I'm just saying that right now. This um, was awesome. Well, this is like the beginning of the uh, O to Shawn Michaels night as Jungle Boy oh, comes out no. wearing O2 SummerSlam, Shawn. Oh, yeah. Uh, they brought it. Jack Perry has improved in almost every aspect. I think he's even improved on promos, just not enough. He's getting there. He's just not quite there yet. Um, in ring, he's doing great. I think he doesn't look like he's bulked up, but the size isn't as big of a difference as it was a couple years ago. I think he, I think he has added some mass, just not a lot. It's yet. one of those things of you look like you bulked up. It's not like Montez Ford when you miss out for a month and then you look back like you doubled somehow. Yeah. Uh, this was a great match. Christian, fantastic heel work. Uh, first of all, the sleeveless uh, turtleneck while wrestling. Yes, that's... That was awesome. That was amazing. That's a keeper. Um, pocket sand with the dirt by the, by the uh, casket. Pocket um, sand by the dirt. That was awesome. That concerto that Jungle Boy did, I swear to God, I think he busted Christian open. And then, like, the, the casket just, like, flew down to hell once he shut that damn thing. I wonder if they uh, found him. I hope so. Uh, now, this was great. I actually gave this four and a quarter. I thought it was fantastic. And and he def- he definitively ended the feud. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the feud, was, the feud was built around the concerto. At first, when they were a team, he tried to get him to use it. And he, you know, when he managed them. Yep. Jack Perry wouldn't use the concerto. Christian turns, uses it on him. Perry has tried to use it on him, but he's Christian's too smart. And finally tonight, he fucking ends it, uses the concerto and pins him to, or beats him definitively. But they don't tell stories. Damn right, they don't. Um, yeah. Is this the best 
casket match? Or do you think? Uh, you know, for me, yes, because the casket played such a minimal part in it. Uh, right. I, I, had- I don't really like the casket match gimmicks where like, like I can go back. I'll give you an example. SummerSlam 95 where the Undertaker and Kama just spent 20 minutes trying to close a casket on one another. And then they would stop it and do a throat thrust. Then the other guy only, would try to close it. Cause we only Ugh. had one spot. We had one spot when they, you know, and it was just one time of Jack Perry fighting himself out to stop the casket from closing. And then we get the spot when he concertos Christian and puts him in the casket. Then he does like, you know, the final, yep. you know, prayer type thing. And then he sends him to hell. Kisses him on the forehead. He's got the arms crossed like Taker, and he shuts the damn thing, and off they go. Yep. Yeah, to it me, it's probably my match. favorite casket match because it didn't have anything to do with the casket. And the casket being up by the stage instead of down by the. I liked that too because that it's, helps. it's like do the match and then finish it there. Like that to me, that's preferable. Yeah, I agree. Uh, our next match was the six-man tag match for the AEW World Trios Championship as the House of Hearts That's right. defeats the Elite in 18 minutes. I mean, first of all, the Kenny Omega woman beater. Uh, as he he gave a vicious fucking V-trigger to uh, the House of Heart leader, Julia Hart, who Don't sold it like a started. champ. Yeah. Sold it like a champ and went flying to the floor. You know, she's got bigger balls than most of the dudes in the locker room. I'm just saying. Uh, this was good. Uh, I saw a tweet that made me laugh because it was like, uh, science was made last night when Kenny Omega and Buddy Matthews occupied the same time space and, uh, and the world didn't combust because there's the old, like, two same matters must not perpetrate the same space at any given time. And they sure do wrestle a lot alike. Which reminds right. me, I want a Kenny Omega, Buddy Matthews one-on-one match. Just saying. Right. This this uh, uh, six man gave us a lot of like, a lot of who can Kenny Omega take on? Oh, Malachi. Okay, Brody. Okay, Buddy. Okay, Julia. Okay. Okay. Like I like all of it. Uh, Brody King is a beast, and he looked fucking brutal last night with that face paint. They made Malachi him look strong. To, to me, Malachi is my least favorite member of that team. Yeah. And I still, I mean, he's okay. I. I know that his, you know, his creative can be Bray Wyatt-ish if you were leaving it up to him. So that's kind of hard to take him seriously sometimes. But he's a good worker. Yeah. Uh, good enough. But I really like Brody King, and of course I'm big on Big Match Buddy. So is this the is this the part when uh, Jr. leaves, or when does after he leave? Oh, after yeah, he this gets match. all butthurt after this match. And you can hear him drop talking. the mic and stuff, yeah. Well, he first is like, well, I guess I got to go for the day, gentlemen. Uh, I wish I could stay in there. I'll call this with you. And then he slams the headset down like a little bitch. Yeah, that's fine. You can, you can go. Go have your Moscow mule. Yeah. No, I. this was a fun match, like, between the th- two teams. And it's just like, okay. I, dude, I was shocked that they lost. I thought for sure they'd keep the belts longer than that. And what else are they going to do with too. them? Um, well... A team may or may not return later on in the show, so maybe that leads oh, yeah, but, to some of the conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah, but they've got business to contend with later on. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, it's weird, but you know what? Their contracts are up soon, when like November-ish. Yeah. And yeah, you probably didn't need to take the belts off them quite so early, but hey, start I focusing think, on think, other people. 
I it's one of the things I wonder if the belts were supposed to drop around this time, no matter what. But because of what happened with the brawl for them to lose the titles the first time, I yeah. wonder if this is around the time that they would probably be le- losing them anyway. And, you know, of all the titles they have, this is the one title that could ping pong a lot. It's, I mean, it's only a yeah. trios title. Yeah. Doesn't really matter if you get long successful reigns here. Yeah. Um, so all hail the house of Julia Hart. Damn right, brother. Damn right. I gave it four uh, quarter, by the way. Okay. Okay. So so far nothing under three. So that's a solid start. Uh, our next match was the three way match for the AEW World uh, Women's World Championship. As Jamie Hader retains her title against Soraya and Ruby Soho within ten minutes. It was an okay match. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, the streak continues, I guess, because I gave this an even three. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, nothing under three. Jamie Hayter's a star, and she comes yeah. out, she just exudes star. And, you know, the last three pay-per-views have been the best women's matches on pay-per-view for them, probably, and they all include her. So, yeah. take that for what you want. Um. Yeah, this match was good. Um. Like, like this, this was the other match that I was not looking forward to. Um, just because of it's just Soraya, you know, it's just Soraya being in the match. I'm like, as you said, a lot, a lot of time in the match is just like, hopefully she's just laid out the rest of the match, and then Soho and Hader can go one on one. You know, I was thinking about too. Like, it doesn't really make sense that that Soho after the match she joins Lady DX or whatever the fuck they're supposed to be. Lady D N O and D W O. ENWX or whatever yeah. the fuck they're supposed to be. Um, so, like, she joins them. I think that was preventative on Khan's part. I really do. I think, like, what if Soraya can't go or she just isn't good enough? That way you can just plug Soho into the spot and they're still a team. That you can have, yeah, uh, Storm and Soho be the team and Soraya yeah. be the manager. And Soraya could be the pay-per-view match and a six-man or she somehow gets her title you know run yeah because you're gonna have to use her you're paying her too much but gosh she ain't, she ain't looking good yeah she ain't gonna be on wrestling every week no. so, I, so uh, which i think it. it's a it's a smart thing because you know you don't have much to do with soho in a way of you know she was wrestling with uh willow uh, willow yeah nightingale for the longest time and then but that was also one that was teams of why am i teaming with you you know but also that. like and it almost it had to be her because really who else is there that was a wwe woman the whole gimmick is we came from wwe and we're better than you so who else were they going to put in there uh i don't know i, got I no. guess athena but she's kind of busy doing her own thing and she's on roh so if they're separating yeah. the roh there's no there's no need so for her really you almost had to use so yeah. Is that crazy thing with Britt Baker, DMD, being the baby face? And like every time I see Hater, I'm like, she's turning on you. She's turning on you. She's turning on right? you at I any keep minute. Waiting for it. it ain't yeah, happening. Me yet. too. Not happening yet. Um, the next match was a Texas death match as Hangman Adam Page defeats John Moxley via choking him with a chain. Uh, 24 minutes and 45 seconds. Man, there's a there's a lot of varied opinions on this one, Joe. Uh, where do you fall? I enjoyed it. I, I it was good. Um, 
it's that funny thing for me watching a hangman in a uh, uh, seeing hangman in a death match and like he bleeds, but like midway through the match he stops bleeding somehow while Moxley's just gushing all of a sudden. I think Mox just keeps bleeding himself, honestly. And after a while, like, hangman is if you but, like, fight hangman, long like, enough, dries up. yeah, you'll stop bleeding after a while. Uh, but yeah. it's it's crazy. Um, I really I like this. Fun. This is probably my favorite Texas death matchy type match that they've done yet. Um, I, I, I'm with you on that end. It beats to hell the death matches on indie shows. Uh, yeah. And I, I think it's done well. So, oh, the forks and the barbed wire is too violent. And I, I, I can see that if that's not your, that's not your bag. I, I, I get that. But uh, I don't know. People bitch because it's too violent and they want, why couldn't it be like a WWE hardcore match? And I'm like, because that's bullshit. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to be the, so like people want the alternative, but then they want it to be exactly like WWE. I think, and that's the funny thing, because watching the death match, you know, this match, and it'd be like, no, 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 don't do that. You know, like, there's bricks, so they're going to, like, they're tempting to do, like, a DDT on a brick or something. Like, no, 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 don't yeah. do that. And then they have the the fork, you know, like, you know, that joke came around of, like, the producer talks about how she would love, love to take a kendo uh, stick shot. And then we were making the joke about how, what does a fork do? And all of a sudden, you see Hangman gushing, like. Never mind. We are. Never mind that. His, his blood was literally splattering onto Moxley. Yeah, I was like, like never mind. We're, we're t-. And I went to the producer. I'm like, uh, so uh, fork or uh, kendo stick? Kendo stick still. Damn. Yeah, um, that was hard. No, it was a good match. Um, you know, I, I, it's it's nothing to their uh, the competitor uh, hang uh, to Page or Moxley, but it's like. They gotta work on the camera shot just because you can. You're not. You're. They're not going to literally hang Moxley yeah. over the rope, but you know when the camera legit points down to the feet, and yeah. it's just like, oh, you know, he's tiptoeing. Like, keep the camera a little higher, then you know that's fine. But like, I'm not going to do like that's less, That's two stars minus because of that. You know, it's just like just stay up. And their camera work has improved a lot since that guy came over from uh, WWE. Yeah, they have. Uh, yeah, yeah I thought, and it tells the story again. Like, mm-hmm. Paige doesn't like the extreme violence, but he goes to a place sometimes, not like Edge, but he, sometimes <laughs> he goes to a place where he has to be violent. And they've made the Texas death match his thing. He's undefeated in Texas death matches. You know, when it comes around, like eventually he'll lose one, but that's his baby. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully Moxley gets the time off because he does need it. Yeah, uh, he, he does. He needs a, how can we miss you if you don't go away now? Um, it, and I really think it's Paige and MJF at Double or Nothing. That's my guess. Which they announced on the zero hour of. Uh, um, but yeah, like Hank Mox needs to leave. He was supposed to leave, but uh, then September. the brawl happened, and then. He was supposed to leave in November. Yep, and then. And then December. And then. He's been supposed to leave for a while now, and now hopefully this is his shot because this man keeps getting denied vacation time, Joe. But the funny thing is, like, he gets accepted though, but then his coworkers fuck up, and then he has to stay. Oh yeah, can you imagine that? If if the wrestling business was like your shoot job, 
Well, yeah, sorry, Joe, you were supposed to go on vacation, but old Twizzle Dick here fucked up, and uh, well, we're gonna need you to come in now. Yeah, we're gonna need you to come in. Yeah, that's what I see happening with him. But he needs to he needs to go. Not not because it's bad. It's just like he needs a vacation. He needs a break. He needs to rest. He needs a break. Um, It'd be weird though to watch him blade himself while changing a diaper, though. Right. <laughs> when they <laughs> post photos on social media and like, here's the diaper, but it's not it's not my baby's blood. It's John's. Like, <laughs> yeah, what? don't worry, it's John's. The baby's, uh, the, next, the baby's fine. I, I gave this four and a half. It was really good. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next match was for the TNT Championship as Warlow defeats Samoa Joe via submission, ten minutes and forty seconds. And you know how you felt about the women's title match? That was this match for me. Yeah. The one I was least into. The one that kind of just felt shoehorned. Wardlow feels as cold as you could possibly fucking feel now. Like, I don't know what the plan is Wednesday. And I know you want to put Joe on just ROH, but I would have fucking just had him beat Wardlow and then have Hobbs beat him. That's what I would have done personally. But they have a plan, I'm, I'm sure. It's it's weird. It's that weird thing because they're doing the uh, face of the revolution, which Hobbs won. And he's taking on Wardlow Wednesday. But it's like Hobbs is from California, so... You know, they normally do the hometown hero. Hometown hero gets the win. So do we put Wardlow, you know, have him have a three-day reign? I mean, if if Wardlow, like, fucking, you know what it feels like to me, honestly? Wardlow needed to take some time off because he got a little bit of an injury. It really feels to me like they just said, fuck it, we'll put it on Joe for a while. And then gave it to Darby so he could go to Japan with the title, give it a little bit of visibility. Then as soon as he came back from Japan, Joe won it back. Then as soon as Wardlow came back, he won it back from him. It kind of feels like Wardlow was just supposed to hold it until around this time. Yeah. And then he was probably supposed to feud with or lose two Hobbs. I don't know which one. And it feels like they, think... just got, they took seven different roads to get back to there. Yeah. Do you think <laughs> Hobbs wins it on Dynamite? I I hope so. He's at least a little hotter than Wardlow is. He's ice cold. Yeah. Maybe you uh, have you... the three day. Maybe you have the three day rain, and then that gives Wardlow a bit of a bad attitude. Maybe a heel turn or something because he's cold. Because, because they did the presser yesterday, and for once, a wrestler, a la Hobbs, comes in where Wardlow's about to talk and says, "Hey, man, you got three days till," like interrupts the presser to promote their match upcoming. Like they don't do that with the other. You know, they haven't nope. done that with any other presser besides the brawl. But um, this is the first time that they had someone come in and be like, hey, I'm taking your title. Enjoy your three-day reign. I'd but give it over. to Hobbs. The only problem is, and I believe in Hobbs. I think he's big money. I've said that before. You but have? I, after the win off Jericho, and he's already feuded with MJF and lost, what do you do with uh, Starks to keep him hot? My my initial thought was, I'll give him the TNT title or something. Yeah, because he said, uh, yeah. If not, what do he, you do with him? Yeah, I don't know. You could do Starks with the Atlantic, but uh, I mean, you could. I mean, they're, they're, but, and that that title still feels like it's you know pretty important. It's not yeah. the European title, which I thought it would become already. Uh, I yeah. actually think Orange Cassidy has been a really good champion, and I've enjoyed the title defenses. Yeah. Um, so I can see that. Maybe give that to Starks. 
Uh, what'd you give this one? Uh, this I gave two and a three quarters. Okay. I just, I didn't like it much. And the finish to me came out of nowhere. It was just cold. I was yeah. like, Wardlow won? All right. Well, and also, you know, this match was a little slow, too, just because of the fact that they just came after the death match. So yeah. you got the the arena, cool like, down. ugh, cool down. Yep. Um, but I the next just feel match, bad because, well, hold on, I just feel bad I because as, a character, as character work and promos and all that, Joe's the best he's ever been. Yes, he really has. The king of TV, and it's like, television. And it's not like, he's not like, uh, I kind of compare him to Kinta. Although Kenta's completely done physically, he I mean that's he's gotta do smoke and mirrors like a motherfucker to have a great match. Joe can still work a great match, but he's not where he was even, you know, four years ago. Yeah. You can tell he's he's past the prime and it's too bad because he's so fucking good every other way. Uh. Yeah. Um the next match was for the four way tag team match for the AW World T- Tag Team Championships uh, as the yeah, guns. The San Francisco screw job. This, that, that's right, brother. Defeats the acclaim, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, Triple J. And the uh, fourth team was Orange Cassidy and Danhausen in 13 minutes and 35 seconds. I mean, it wasn't great. It was, uh, I gave it three. It was, uh, it was perfectly fine for what it needed to be. Um, which is one thing Khan has gotten better at since the early paper days, where everything. Uh, was given time to be a fucking you know, classic. Now it's like, you know, matches like the last one and then this match, they served a purpose. Yeah. Um, and this was exactly what it needed to be. Three stars, get in, get out. You got some people on the card. Uh, the wrong team won. I don't care. <laughs> I, I get it. Storyline-wise, the guns needed to keep it because of what happens later. But God damn it, I don't care, Joe. I, I'm with you. I'm with Those you. Jeff Jarrett got screwed. Damn window. Jeff Jarrett got screwed. This is a fatal four-way, so that means no disqual- no DQ. Well, but when he brings did. in El Cabong... Dude, he may uh, have gotten screwed later on in the night after all that Cialis was thrown in the ring. I'm just saying. That too, you know. First off, the disrespect there. And then he brings out El Cabong and uh, one Aubrey has to take... And it's like, it's no DQ. This is fine. Aubrey, show us in the back to you, Aubrey. Come on. Yeah. Right? Except Jarrett's uh, world. We just live in it. We thought we had it. We thought we had it. You know, screw job 2.0 all over again for the triple J. Um, for, oh, it was fun. You know, it was, you know, it was a fun match for what it was, but at, it's just like at points, it's just like, um, Jeff Jarrett and lethal just stole the show. Oh, they were so much better than everybody else. It wasn't even funny. Yeah. They're like three levels above everybody else. And I'm not talking bad about everybody else. They claims a good team. Orange Cassidy's a good worker. I don't care if people hate his gimmick. He's a good worker. Um, and, you know, the guns are young, and they're, they'll learn. They're not bad, but they're not great. But yeah. Jared and I, Lethal have got three levels above everybody else. I, I, I got to say, I kind of like the Orange Cassidy, Danhausen tag team gimmick of them wearing, like, the black right. uh, black denim. And it's just, like, it just shows, like, you know... Here he's a team player in the fact here we go to the dark side with Danhausen in that way. And by right. doing that, I mean just putting black denim on. The whole thing. You see the why they even got in that battle royal anywhere on dynamite where they're like best friends couldn't go and orange Danhausen's like, Well, we can go and Orange is just like Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, cool. I'm in pain. Um Yeah, whatever. We'll do it. Yeah. 
So, uh, um, but what happened after the match, Joe? Uh, we, you know, the guns were in the ring by them. They got the promo by Renee and how they were the best, you know, tag team. They retired FTR. They did this, this, and this. And then the return of FTR and Dax gets busted open, like right away in the two minute brawl. He's all. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. In the two minute brawl, he's already busted open. Um, watching Moxley matches. So it looks like FTR's back. Maybe signed a new contract. Well, here's what Maybe. It, what I read earlier today is that talent in the locker room are thinking they sign. There's no mm. there's no definitive word, but if they're back on TV, the the talent at least thinks well they must have signed. Yeah, I hope but so. It's possible because, because I get it. Uh, WWE is the the cool thing to look at right now. But if I'm FTR and I look at the options for the next three years, I know the money's good, but the money's just as good in AEW than working the indies that you enjoy doing. And, and you, you have to give your, up that. And your pro wrestling tees benefit uh, price money that you get from your shirts um, and your podcast. Yeah, I and think they're all that's gone if you go back to WWE. And what are you really gonna do? Work the Usos for a couple times, and they'll probably break you up. Yeah, like. You're just you're better off going the other route. So personally, I hope they take it. But yeah, money talks. Money talks, right? Um, so that's eight matches, but that's including the zero match. So we're two are main events. I give that three, by the way. Three, okay. Um, the main event that we were all talking about. And, hey, how how's this match going to go? This is AEW's first ever Iron Man match. This is, you know. Two people that w- one can go. Who you know? Can they both go? Um, so it was a the sixty hour. minute. An hour, yeah. Can they go the full hour? Like, what's the slow breaks we're gonna do? You know. You know. The I made the comment last week. You know, when Roman's resting, the crowd pop. You know, shows it. So it's just like, when's the rest breaks gonna be? Um, and there wasn't. Uh, as this match went, uh, the six-minute Iron Man match for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship as MJF defeats Brian Danielson four to three in sudden death. They actually went one hour, uh, hour five and twenty seconds. Yeah. Well, Joe, I'm gonna take it back in time a little bit, okay? Okay. Uh, it was WrestleMania thirty-five. That was the interminably long one from New York that felt like it went over seven days, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right in the middle of that fucking long-ass card, somewhere around 2 a.m. on Monday morning, I believe, uh, the champion of the earth, the hemp belt-wearing Daniel Bryan, uh, wrestled in the eye of a hurricane known as Kofi Mania. And uh, defended and lost the WWE title to Kofi Kingston in a WrestleMania match that uh, when we did the review, I labeled an instant classic. I said it was four and three quarters, and it was Daniel Bryan's master thesis on wrestling. Remember that? Uh, Oh, I do. Because in in my mind, I still don't see it. You know, like, but go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it as, and I don't want to disparage Kofi. That's not what I'm trying to do. He's a good worker. He's a, he's a fine worker, really unpopular. But I saw it as an all-time great Daniel Bryan carry job. And he, it was his master thesis. 
And uh, I was proven right by that god-awful title reign that Kofi had. But anyway, I, I, I digress. It was a great feel-good moment. Terrific WrestleMania memory. I'm glad he got it, but it was terrible business. But it was great for Daniel Bryan. Great fucking match, right? At least yes. in my opinion. Uh-huh. And uh, so uh, we watched this match, and I told you before, I was like, yeah, you know what? I haven't really dug Iron Man matches. Brett and Sean went the gamut. I thought it was fantastic as a kid. And then when I got older and learned more about wrestling and watched more wrestling, it became less and less. Still a good match, don't get me wrong, but not the all-time great I had it as. And then it got so low in my rotation that it maybe became underrated and became, you know, and yeah, warranted a as, bump up. As time as time proceeded, it was either, oh, wait, is it really that good or is it really that bad? Yeah. <laughs> it's, and I still have it in like, what, a three and a quarter, three and a half. It's a really good fucking match. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, both guys wrestle. But I haven't really liked Iron Man matches. And Kofi Mania was fine. But Joe. He's he outdid himself, and this this right here to me is Brian Danielson's master thesis on what pro wrestling should be. Yes, I uh, agree. I gave this match a full five, Joe. I did too, dude. For being a sixty minute Iron Man match, I was enthralled the entire match. Yep. Uh you can't tell me Brian Danielson didn't lay that fucking match out. It was perfect. In its setup, in its execution, on both parts. MJF fucking delivered like you wouldn't believe. Uh, easily proved himself again. There was a lot of, and myself included, could he go 60? He didn't dog it. The rest spots, so to say, were perfectly figured out rest spots that made sense and didn't disrupt the match flow. They told they ended up telling a part of the story as well. This was perfect in every way. The heel giving giving away a DQ to get two quick pinfalls to tie it up. Uh, Goddamn, Joe, everything about this fucking match was perfect, in my opinion, even even to the end. Yeah. Even to the end, like this was, I, I I agree that this was perfect in the way of how they did it. You know, the rest breaks were, um, you know, 40 minutes in and them just like laying on the ground after a high spot or MJF doing the Sean, uh, elbow drop to the outside onto, you know, through the table. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, that, um, MJF drinking water constantly, you know, it's just, it was perfect. Um, Everything was done perfectly. I this is uh, it's an e when it was done, it was an easy five. I didn't even have to think about it. Yeah, and uh, I should have known that placed in Daniel and Brian Danielson's hands, the Ironman match would deliver, and it did. Yeah, and and, and give credit to uh, MJF. You know, like, absolutely. They, he he did it. He did it too. Like it it was a t- it was a tango, and they both did it. Like oh, I no, love no, the end. I love the ending. I love the fact that it's just like, all right, he's going to find a way to cheat. He's going to find a way to cheat. You know, we get the draw and then he's like, all right, I'm just going to hit him with the belt. And the ref's like, all right, hit him with the belt, but I'm going to DQ you. And he wins the title. Okay. The ref steps aside. Go ahead. Do it. Go ahead. And I then, love, I love that he grabbed the belt to set up the ring. Cause he knew he wasn't going to be able to use the belt. 
Yeah. But then Brian thwarts the ring. The ref eventually finds the ring on his finger and takes it off. And then he lucks into the oxygen tank. Yeah. And then the look on his face when he goes outside and finds the oxygen tank is fantastic. He was like, I'm fucked. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. I see the end of the light. Yeah. He saw no way he could win. He saw no way that he could win without some way cheating. And this luck of the draw, there's an oxygen tank at the end. Uh, No, I totally agree with you. MJF more than carried his end. He was magnificent too. He's he's the real deal. Yeah, it's I like the I like the idea that it went to the draw, and then you have you can hear Tony over the headset. Yeah, Tony, you know, Khan talking to Shivani. Shivani comes down and says, "Hey, from Tony Khan, this match continues." Google's right. The best use for Shivani at this point would be like uh, the on-air authority figure matchmaker guy. Yeah. It really would be. Because um, he's he's multitasking. He's commentary. He's the backstage segment. He's the in-ring guy. It feels yeah. to me like he was what JR was supposed to be. Because yeah. JR has all that fucking experience in the back. And then like J- Tony was just brought in as a favor to Cody and to, to do the, huh, what a great match, guys. And he's ended up being like more he like he's the dynamite guy. He's I think the guy it helped. that does the interviews. He works I think in the it back. helped with the podcast. It helped with the podcast too. For like the podcast, I think helped him more. Not like the yeah. uh, the way of helping him of like, hey, people really listen to him. People really like him. You need to put him more up in front, and then what you were planning on doing. Yeah, you know, I love that. You know what? Lately, when people pass away, and everybody says, "Man, it, it sucks that he wasn't alive to get his roses." We need to give people the roses while they're alive. Yeah. It makes me happy that Tony Schiavone is getting his while he's alive. I one hundred percent agree. That um, makes me feel good. Yeah. And this um, was fantastic. And I think, and look at the trend, Joe. Starks won. Perry won. Uh, the guns won. Hater won. Wardlow won. MJF won. It's the young guys. The young yeah. guys. And they won clean. No bullshit. No fuck jobs. They all won their matches fucking clean. Yeah. That's how you make stars, hopefully. You got to continue with it. But, I mean, goddamn. That's how you do it. Yeah. One hundred. I agree one hundred percent. Of like the fuck job you asked by MGF, but that's just because that's what his persona is. He threw water on a kid for for goodness sake. They say now they say it's tequila. Uh, well, some type of clear liquid was thrown on the kid, which then I saw. Why the fuck did a mom have that size of fucking tequila? Right, (laughs) I think. Anyway, I think there was water. Yeah, because it was in one of those giant ass cups. I'm like. Unless they're filling tequila up to the rim, um, <laughs> the people where, getting where are mad we missing about it? The people getting mad about us was like, "Shut up! It's wrestling. Yeah. Fucking hell!" It is one hundred percent. I got, uh, the kid got taken to the back. He got to meet his favorite wrestlers. They gave him two tickets to Dynamite in Sacramento. He, they gave him yeah. free shit. He he he's all right. Yeah, uh, good old uh, JR messaged me and how MJF should learn that it's 2023 and no. so, you know, not quit living the character. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I didn't respond. No, no, no. I'm like, you're dumb. 
No, I mean, if he's that, uh, if you're going on social media and spouting hate rhetoric against like a race or a uh, lifestyle, then yeah, yeah, you need to cut that shit out for real. But no, Macy Evans, Plenty, play, yeah, really, but Plenty Hill in the front row of a wrestling show, no, it's it, goddamn people. Calm like down. he got like MJF. It's one of those points in the match. I'm like, when he got in face to face with the fans, I'm like, all right, he's gonna chuck their hat. He's gonna pie face. Like, what is he going to do to them? And then, like, because remember when they went in the crowd for that split second, he almost got into it with somebody, but the security guard yeah. had to stop him. And then he saw the little kid sitting there and saw the water and threw a little on him. But yeah, you know, the kid met Will Hobbs after, which was his favorite wrestler, um, and then got him tickets to the next show. And, you know, AEW people went right to him and was like, all right, let's make it up. And we're going to do this and this and this and this, you know. And they addressed it's, it in the scrum, and Tony Khan said it's something he can't be doing. But they did it all right. It's, yeah. it's just it's just character, fucking hell. It's character. It is character. I can't, but, you know, I, it, Joe. This fucking world we live in couldn't have. Sort of, can you imagine Bobby Heenan trying to be Bobby Heenan in 2023? Wouldn't survive. God damn. Any any Memphis wrestling wouldn't survive. Oh, yeah. Any Memphis any yeah. Mid South wouldn't be here. Yeah. God damn. It's just yeah, they can't make it. But hey, don't worry. When WWE does something, the ooh and all. But when you know MJF throws water on it, they're like that was not a plant. It's like we assumed it was not a plant. Didn't look like it at the time. The mom looked pissed too. Of course, yeah. If that if that was tequila, I know why she's pissed. A tequila but, that size had to cost like seventy bucks. Right, but the kid was standing at the end, like he was cheering. Yeah. Like I saw him around the bar, over the barricade well, when they fought over yeah, there. Amanda, Amanda Huber came out and sat with him. You know, well, you know the the widow of uh, Brody Lee. Yeah, um, she does stuff like that. You know, can control and all that. So I mean, they they took care of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a non-story but, to me. Right, and it's just it's a a heel who lives the gimmick and who wants to, you know. How can he uh, rough some feathers? Okay, you know how what not how not to punch a child and just throw water on him. And you know what? One of my favorite times of the year is coming up. I've become. I really look forward to the first dynamite after a pay per view because they usually shuffle the deck. You'll see some new feuds emerge. Exciting times for me. Yeah. But I have a question for you, Joe. This is a personal yeah. question. Okay. I heard a lot of people online last night on social media talking about how it's a shame this match had to happen where it did because it's too little too late and Dan- Brian Danielson's uh, star luster and his, his importance has been completely mitigated by what has been termed by a lot of people as a failure of an AEW run. And I'm just I'm I'm confused. I am I not watching the same show everybody else is watching. I I, I, I seem to remember a fantastic Kenny Omega match. Two that went an hour. Awesome, yeah. Two awesome Hangman Page matches, an underrated Miro match, a really good right. Jericho match last year at All Out. This match, the Moxley match from last year. What's where's this failure of a run? I don't I don't know what they're smoking. Like 
This destroys his last run in WWE. This could oh, just, God, yes. this could, in a way, just destroy, hand out his entire run, minus the four months of the Yes movement. You know is what I mean? He, like, is he in the main event most of the time? No, but that's. I don't think they understand. That's actually been his choice. That's his he choice. This has been he doesn't his want choice. To be in the main event. Yeah. He was only in the main event now because they fucking needed him and he's not going to say no. But I yeah. mean, like, he wanted to come here and put over young guys and have different matches. That was the entire point of him coming here. Yeah, this is the whole point. Like, he has come out and Blaine said, I don't want the title. But what did he do? He put MJF over for an hour and an hour and five. Yeah, he's doing exactly um, what he wanted to do, but they don't see yeah, it. They, he's, they're used to like, if you're not in the main event and you're not trying to be in the main event, it's a failure of a run and they're not using you right. When in reality, yeah. they've used him I, perfectly, perfectly to his, what he wants. I mean, I have no complaints. I've got to see know. some goddamn awesome Daniel, Brian Danielson matches. Right. It's one of those things of... Uh, I, mean, I forgot to mention the Minoru Suzuki match. Yeah, like it's one of those things that you can uh um it's one of those things of line up 10 matches from he probably has a 10 matches. Well, dude, look at this last 6 weeks he's been having to wrestle you yeah. know on Dynamite, you know, uh, him yeah. and uh Roosh. Him and Roosh was awesome. Probably the best match of that whole run and the match with Takeshita was fucking awesome. Yeah, and the match with say, Thatcher was really good. Put ten matches of AEW compared to ten matches in WWE. Now, did he catch lightning in a bottle with the Yes movement? Absolutely, it was fucking absolutely. Awesome. But the matches, he was ha- he I mean, he had some good matches. The yeah, he Cena did. The match is an all timer. The Triple H match at Mania is fucking fantastic. Uh, the Punk matches were good. But this blows that away. Yeah. Um, this yeah the this whole run, but um, this whole run's been phenomenal for you know it's like one of those things like to the point this run to this point of where's Daniel Bryan on your your list you know your best wrestlers of like of all time or you know or your current and he's like number he's one. My, yeah. He's in my top ten all time. And current, he's number one. Yeah, exactly. Like, and he just got there this year, or you know, yeah. uh, last year because of this last run here from yeah. from him. There's nobody I'd rather watch than him, and it's because of this yeah. run. It's been fucking fantastic. It's been different. It's been different, and it, this is you know, as you said, I remember you was telling you know us is like, hey, this is what Brian Danielson is. Like, this is yep. what you missed out in the WWE run. And it's been fucking, yeah, this reminds me. I mean, can I say he's at his peak? No, but he's not far off, man. I mean, that Ring of Honor run, I need to get you to watch some of those Ring of Honor matches of his. Holy fuck. But yeah. this this is not far off, dude. He's, and I said Joe lost his fastball, and he has. Brian really hasn't. Yeah, he he hasn't. It's that, uh, it's crazy. Just because, you know, it's just that fear factor, you know, just because of, you know, his, like look at the moves he was taking. He took like that, that um like package pile driver. Um the like almost the Falcon Arrow type move he did too. Yep. And it's just like, oh, oh and he's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, you know? 
like even that table spot he took, like I don't know if you noticed, but one of the table like beams like came at him. Oh yeah. And like just missed his face. It was insane, dude. Uh so I'm gonna give you one example of why I love watching him in that match last night, because he's he's a wrestling genius. They're like forty five minutes into the match. He's tired. He doesn't want to take any more damage to his back because he's in pain, right? He's already gone through the table. So he sets himself up to give MJF a spider suplex off the top rope, you know, where he hooks his legs in the ropes. So he doesn't fall backwards to the mat, taking the bump. Only MJF takes the the bump. So he saves himself. That's the kind of shit that, that little psychology there. That's why he's the girl. He's the best. Yeah, it was, overall, like that, it's, it's my number one. It's my favorite Iron Man match because the, for oh, me, easy. because easy, because it's that it's an hour five and invested for the hour five. You know, we did for the war stories, Sean and uh, Brett. But then it turned out to, you know, the joke was, look at the guy reading the newspaper. And the whole, the whole crowd time. sat on there. Well, I get. OK, so. That's one of those instances where you can't blame Patterson and the creative. Yeah. That should have worked the way they did it. It should have worked. They had a great idea. The fact that they're both so good, neither one can take the fall, sudden death. And they and during the match where it was Sean doing the wrestling and Brett was kind of caught off guard. That was a brilliant master stroke, too. It should have worked. It's just they picked the wrong time frame to do it. That's all. Yeah. Just you, you the had, pacing. In, 19, in 1996, WWF, you, no one was conditioned to yeah. watch that. It's that's, like that's there's the like the, even, there was like the spot around like the 45 minutes when they, you know, they just start punching each other. Like, you know, so they grabbed each other and start hockey punching each other. Like. Yep. There was that no was dead awesome. period. There was no the dead crowd, period to this match. The crowd erupted for that spot. Yeah, the crowd and the I crowd. Mean, you know, the crowd was in it oh, the entire match too. You know, it's just yeah, like they, they were. They never looked bored. Well, they never yeah. gave them a reason to be bored. That's the yeah. key. They kept it fresh. because great, you know, great match. Yep, MJF being the perfect heel to start the match. I ain't starting anything, and then you know, running around. You know, you brought it up, Al. You know that Lawler. King Kong Bundy match of, yeah. hey, I can beat you in five. Well, I'm going to run around for six. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like, it wasn't, that would have been funny to see, but no, no, no dead period for this match. And, you know, we were nervous about it. So it's the, now, you know, who can do the Iron Man match next for, you know, AEW? But, you know, that probably be another year or, you know, they don't, they're not, I hope they're it's a not going years, to. If anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. let it be a while. Let it be a while. They, they don't need to kill it. With the exception of they've done blood and guts two years in a row, and they usually do a Jericho uh, faction gang fight at double or nothing. Yeah. With those with those two exceptions, they don't really run matches into the ground. Yeah. Because, like, the final burial, that could be this, that, and the Iron Man match could be every <coughs> couple of years, depending on what the storyline is. Because... Yeah. Like the deck, the Texas death match, that's hangman's match of the fact of like, you're making, like you said earlier, like you're making me go to a new level, you know? All right. Well, this is what I have to do. Death like match. he said, it's like he said in that promo Wednesday, 
you love violence. I hate violence. I don't want to turn to violence, but I have to to end this, and I fucking will. Yeah. And that's what he does. Yeah. I'm very looking forward to the direction. Uh, Real quickly before we go to WWE, though, we are, what, three weeks away from uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view meeting a weekend? Yep. Um, uh, Tony Khan brought up that they have 12,000 subscriptions for uh, ROH. But, you know, I... I never really thought about what a what the number might be, but I can't decide if that's good or bad. He says it's good because it's a because it's the clean slate. Yeah, and he that, says it's the most that, he believes they've ever had. Yeah, so I think you know, in in a way that I think that's a win for them, just because it's twelve thousand in the w- first week. Um, he talked about how he enjoys doing the, you know. ROH dark as you were putting it yesterday of the them filming yeah. weeks in advance just because they don't have any time restrictions so they can I really you know, do hope that it catches a little bit of momentum and they can tour at least the old Ring so of Haunts with a different look I, I just don't so want too. it to be because I enjoyed it and I'll watch it weekly because I, I love Ring of Honor and I like this company that puts it on but I don't want it to just be Ring of Honor dark yeah, I, I, I hope so, too. But again, you know, this is the starting process. And we talked about it yesterday about how hopefully down the line soon that they, they split had, the roster up and they can just go, OK, you're ROH own, you're they had to you know, AW. Like, they yeah. couldn't wait any longer. Like it had been a year since he bought it. They had to yeah. they had to get something going. So I see I, I know why they did what they did. Yeah. It's not what he wanted or not what anybody wanted, but it beats just sitting on it like WWE did with WCW. Yeah. Uh, Projected matches. It looks like it's going to be Claudio and Kingston for the world title. Okay. Looks like it's, uh, well, the the challenge has been put out. It looks like Riller Utah challenged Katsuyori Shibata for the pure title. Okay. Uh, If he accepts that, I'm intrigued. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. They're going to have to do something eventually with the tag belts. I'm sure yeah. Mark Briscoe will have a match. I'm sure Joe will defend the TV title against somebody. Probably Mark Briscoe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, maybe. It looks do... like they're setting, up, they're setting up Athena and Willow. Probably do, if not a tournament, a ladder match for the tag titles or something. Just to, yeah. something like that, king, probably. Let's put the kingdom against somebody else. And yeah. Let's start from there. Um, we'll so, see. Yeah, I WrestleMania like WrestleMania weekend. So it'll be cool. Be a, it'll be a big crowd because it's WrestleMania weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Speaking of WrestleMania weekend, goddamn Joe, are they gonna fucking make any matches or official or what? Well, they made one, and it's almost versus Brock, and we talked about that last week about how uh, yeah. Brock played the card of a uh, uh, don't work for me, brother. I don't blame him at all on this one. If, dude, I would have I would have backed Hollywood Hogan on this one. I'd have been like, you're right, you're right, Bray isn't tan enough. Uh, if I went into a meeting, brother, and I came out with a different match, I'd have I'd, I'd have been cool with all of it. Right. Uh, looks like you know uh, Rollins and Paul is now official. So we have that. Um, that might then, still show. I think it might. Um, then we have uh, assuming tonight Austin Theory and uh, John Cena in a. a way even though like you know, is that, that doesn't fun- do anything is, for me yeah it's that weird thing of the fact of like every other day it changes like 
I saw something like one day, like, oh, the John Cena match is off. And then the next day, now nah, it looks like it's still back on. It's still, you know, it's just, he's a Poor busy man, theory. but. He didn't get yeah. it last year. He looks like he's going to get it this year. A year too late. It's not going to matter as much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But all I know is that they're like three weeks away, and goddamn, there's two nights to fill, and they don't seem to be in any fucking hurry to fill them out. Right. Um, yeah. It's Hopefully it's go time for them to finally start um, setting course. Like, I know they're too. they're taking their time telling this fucking tag team title storyline, but Jesus, we need to... Is it one of those that's going to be, like, set in stone the, the final week? I, mean, I think the, so. I mean, if the story's good, then I'm fine with it, but the old school fan of me is like, come on, it's the biggest event of the year. You should have your fucking card out there. So people I can think, think so. oh, who's going to win? Who's going to do this? Because Sammy made the save tonight, and then he wants, you know, hey, I want to... Uh... You need my help. I need your help for the bloodline. Kevin's like, now we're good. So, come on, Kev. I know. Um, so, uh, huh? Yeah. I was just saying, what about all those other tag teams? Are are they going to gripe and moan because they're not on the card? Maybe. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, Hey, dude. If you're not over enough to get into a match on a two-day card, dude, not my fault. Right, right. Well, that's what we talk about all the time, about how Fucking you got to get over. It's two days. Um, it's not like it's yeah. one night. You know what? It's you know what is one night though, uh, Corey? What? Power Pro Wrestling, as uh, they announced. Uh, they announced another match as it's going to be uh, Chase James taking on. For over 50 years, Jaden in a rematch. A rematch, yeah. Another match here at Hard Luck. March yep, 17th, hard. World Pies. Yeah. Friday, and people. It's not a Saturday. Get your tickets. Get your tickets on uh, Friday. It's on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, usually um, it's on a Saturday, but it's on a Friday. Yep. PowerProWrestling.eventbrite.com. As they also announced Funny Bone taking on Caden Cassidy for the POW Championship. Well, you know what? Funny Bone now, I mean, I'm still bitter that uh, he stole it from Vinny. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, they never, then they never got it back to Vinny. But, you know, I'll give the devil his due. Funny Bone has been a uh, fighting good champion. But, Not uh, our champion, but, you know. But, Joe, all things come to an end. And he's yes, it he's going to gonna hit a brick wall on March 17th, I'm afraid. Yes, he is. And, again, go to powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Get your tickets now uh, before it sells out again. As they want to do. As they want to do. As as we want to do is we have homework every once in a while. By every once in a while, we go hopefully every every week. As this week, uh, I got to pick a match. As um, we decided that we're just going to be doing WrestleMania matches leading up all the way to WrestleMania. As last week, uh, we did Brett and Roddy, and I'm in that uh, Brett mood. So this week, we got got to watch uh, Brett Hart versus Owen Hart at ten. Yeah, I'm never going to complain about being in a Bret Hart wrestling kind of mood. Uh, Joe, this is a fucking classic. Uh, it's still, to me, barely edges out Triple H and Daniel Bryan as the greatest opening match in Mania history. Um, it's just fantastic. They tell the story so well that the, the spoiled, rotten little brother and the 
the big brother who doesn't want to fucking fight him, but God damn it, it's, I've got no choice. And it's just fantastic from opening bell to closing bell, Joe. Lawler helps too. Oh yeah. Lawler fresh, fresh back on TV for the first time since like October. And he's already keyed in and knows exactly what he's doing. Got to make fun of the hearts. Got to Yeah, him and Bobby. Uh, they should have done a fucking roast with just Lawler and Bobby doing bits on stew. Yeah. Oh my God. It was, it was, it was great. Um, I, it's, I've seen this match and this match did not disappoint again. And it's that Probably. fun stuff of, um, um, you know, just, it's, it blows my mind of, um, how in some people's minds, Vince isn't a big wrestler wrestling fan, but what does it get like 20 minutes? Oh yeah. 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 It's like, really? And he wasn't even sold on this, by the way. He didn't want to do this feud. He didn't think Owen had it to be that level. Of course he didn't. Um, he had to be talked into it. Uh, this is fantastic. Owen gets the surprise win. A perfect way to start the night. Uh, and really just go forward with that year because they, they feuded all the way through like September, October with yeah. the belt. So fantastic um, choice. Awesome. What'd you, what'd you give it? Or what would you give oh, it? Oh, it's five. It's five. All right. Solid five. Yeah. All right. It's, uh, I think that was the first WrestleMania and maybe the only one with two five-star matches in one night. That's pretty much yeah, everything. Sean and, yeah, yeah. Sean yeah, and Razor yeah. with the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I had one picked, Joe. God damn it, I had one picked. But you know what? I'm gonna throw you a curveball. Okay. You've, uh, you've 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 inspired me. We're gonna stay in a Bret Hart mood. All right. Uh, oh no. And we're, and we're gonna go to what I think is probably the greatest Mania match of all time. And uh, we're going to WrestleMania 13, buddy. We're gonna watch him and Steve Austin. Ooh. Oh dang. Yeah. <laughs> right. Don't worry. Next week, I won't do uh, Brett and Vince because we're oh, going thank you. further. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to ask, can we just we could borrow that one from existing? Yeah. Uh, yeah but we'll, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to watch that all timer and see if it holds up. Uh, shocking. Uh, I bet <laughs> it does. I bet it does. Uh, I forgot to ask uh, one thing. Uh, it's a dumb question, but it's a uh, Iron Man match from uh, Revolution match of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, I would say so. At least in contention for the time being, like right now. I had to think about it. My my easy answer was Kenny Omega and Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, at some point, I'll have to watch both of them back, which that's a no brainer. I'll do that anyway. But I think this barely edges that one out for me. So yes, I will say it's a match of the year so far. Okay. Okay. Can't wait to see what uh, old Dave give uh, gives it. But five, um, I'm gonna guess five and a half stars. Maybe, yeah. I'll probably find out in a couple of days when he posts them. Yeah. But okay. Um but yeah, you know, it was a slow a slow week in uh in uh, the wrestling world for the fact that we had the uh pay per view, but for WWE it's like, all right, well not a lot going wait. on. Well, can I no, give you one spoiler of what's happening? Okay. In uh, New Japan, last night, a new member of the Bullet Club is David Finley joined, taking Jay White's place. 
I did Looks see like his promo. Yeah, I, it was a I good read promo. It. It yeah. was a good promo. Looks like he's about to get a run as a, a more important uh, wrestler. Which cool. Let's see what he does. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking on the top rated stuff right now. And at, at the moment for this year, it's Omega and Osprey at six and a quarter. Yeah. That was a five star match, too. So good, Joe. You'll have, you'll have to see it at some point. It was fucking fantastic. I will. And, I it's, will. and it's, re- it's really just Omega fucking mugging Osprey for the most yeah. part. I mean, it's, it's uh, brutal, man. Yeah. So, yeah, he gave up Roman and Zayn four and a quarter, uh, three quarters. That was a good match. Yeah. I, I yeah. didn't think it was that good, but over four. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, hopefully next week we'll have uh, some more news. But again, go to powprowrestling.eventbrite.com and get your tickets now. I want to say the front row sold out. So if yeah, not, there's like a that. ticket. I believe the seating has, yes, yeah, the front yeah. row has sold. But uh, get your tickets now because you don't want to miss out on this fantastic organization. powprowrestling.eventbrite.com Hard look. You can go to uh, nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you, even those Power Pro Wrestling tickets. Uh, you can find us on the social medias on Twitter, Facebook, and the Instagram at nosoent or nosoentertainment. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. I like to listen to them on vinyl record. 